Well, 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 welcome back to yet another episode of SAFT Podcast and today once again we'll be continuing with our series on natural theology and uh, those of you who have been listening to our previous episodes you must be knowing that uh, we have covered knowing Christianity to be true and today onwards we are starting a new topic which is showing Christianity to be true which is equally important so stay tuned as we get back. Yeah so hey Jacob welcome back to another episode it's so good to see you after two weeks and uh, I'm really excited you know as we take over this new topic because uh, the previous one was pretty exciting and there was a lot to learn from it and uh, definitely in the in this topic as well we'll be learning a lot and our listeners also will be learning with us hmm. yeah yeah i mean when you when you said the intro when you said in the beginning well 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 welcome back I thought I was thinking, oh, why is Peach going along the old villain dialogues in the movies? <coughs> you know, we would see the villains introducing the heroes. Well, 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 look who it is here. That's how you were introducing you into the audience. In. Well, well, well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm I'm also excited for this part of uh, showing Christianity to be true because this is where we'll be. Um, it's going to get more yeah. intense because we'll be slowly getting into the arguments themselves. And you know, at the end of the day. Um, Uh, the great commission is to uh, go and make disciples to the to the very ends of the earth and uh, that means Definitely. sharing the gospel and and so at that at the key point there is showing them that god exists showing them that christianity is true and showing them that god loves them and cares for them and that we have salvation uh, through christ so it's all about showing them what we yeah. already know so we have seen how we yeah. know christianity is true we are grounded in our faith um and so now the second next part comes up okay how do i show that which i know so um yeah let's yeah. about it yeah so, uh, on the same note i think it's best that uh, we go through a short recap of what we covered yes. in knowing christianity to be true so right. basically we covered three things okay so the first uh, part which is there in knowing christianity to be true is the uh, self authenticating in a witness of the holy spirit we all have it inside us and that tells us that christianity is true and that helps us to know that christianity is true secondly comes uh, something which we spoke about it's called the properly basic belief so what we learned over there is uh, maybe the arguments may uh, be proved false later but then since you have the inner witness of the holy spirit the self authenticating inner witness that means that uh, you continue to know and believe that christianity is true and the third aspect was the arguments the arguments really play an important role and i think we have done a lot we have spoken a lot about arguments in our previous episodes and uh, just to uh, make you re- uh, recall about the analogy which we used we talked about a house yeah. so if the house which is built up it's the inner witness of the holy spirit then the paint which is done outside that is the arguments and god uh, existence of god it's what is there inside the house and uh, we even spoke about certificates right so what does a certificate basically do like you i know that i play guitar but then since i have a certificate that i have done a course so that you know that even makes my belief firm so that's how certificates play a role a very important role and arguments play the role of a certificate in knowing christianity to be true 
So let me ask you Jacob since today we are talking about showing yeah, but, Christianity uh, to be true Angel, we know you, that before you yeah. uh, move ahead uh, coming back to that house analogy maybe okay. some of our listeners may be hearing this house analogy for a very first time and they'll be intrigued to hear why did we say that the inheritance of the holy spirit is like the house built itself and why did we say that the arguments are the paint can you break down that quick quickly on why we gave the distinction yeah right uh since the house is there right the house won't fall off nothing will happen it's there it's the strong foundation and yeah. the paint it's the outer beauty which uh, you know it's like a finishing touch to the belief so that's what when we're talking about knowing christianity we know that christianity is true because we have that firm house that foundation which won't break up but then uh, what adds more to it it's the arguments the paint which gives a finishing touch and it uh, you know when someone sees from the outside the the person is like okay so these are the arguments and that's why christianity exists that's what is there which exists inside the house yeah so it's so sort of like saying I that i hope that makes sense you know the house is essential like the bricks and mortars of the house without the paint is essential you can continue to live in that house even if you don't have any paint to it yeah and so like you're saying and and to clarify that point the point you're getting at is that it is inevitable the holy spirit that is keyly essential you know it is because of it that we yes. know that christianity is true and then for me arguments play sort of like a subsidiary role in knowing christianity is true like the pain is the pain mm-hmm. is not necessary for me to live and you know have a shelter the pain is an add on so yeah i think i think that should be clear yeah. cleared up you know our uh, casual back and forth should have cleared that up to the audience but anyway it's it's ideal that they that they go back and take a listen at the episode because um you know the certificate analogy also that you explained uh, that was also real insight in showing how you know arguments are an external testimony to that which we know internally like you said you know you play guitar the certificate course that you have showing that you actually play guitar uh, will sort of add on and give us more confidence when we doubt our ability to mm-hmm. play guitar because there is something that is there externally that we can take yeah. a look at and see hey here's a certificate that i got so yeah we actually dabbled a lot in the in, in analogies in the previous episodes we had the the crying baby <laughs> analogy the house analogy yeah. the certificate analogy um i don't know and, and interestingly the last two analogies the house analogy the court analogy oh yeah the courtroom analogy yes excellent uh, that was my that was my favorite <laughs> one <laughs> and the house analogy and the certificate analogy that we looked at in the last episode they were spontaneous like like i said we didn't plan it but spontaneously yeah. we came up so i'm excited to see what new analogy we're going to come up with to explain in this episode <laughs> but anyway yeah let's go ahead yeah yeah so uh, moving on like as you mentioned just now that uh, the inner witness of the holy spirit plays the most essential role in knowing that christianity is true so now when we talk about showing christianity to be true so does it mean that we can use the inner witness of the holy spirit in this aspect as well like to show that christianity is true to the people around us to the people we meet every day to the people who don't know and doubt that christianity is not true um well so here's what happens all right so in the first part we we saw how that when it comes to the question of knowing christianity to be true and that is it's relegated to ourselves okay how do i know christianity is true there we saw that in our direct personal experience with god plays such a crucial role it's something that we you know sort of like self evident to us and that's where we went on the whole properly basic belief and all of that uh, but when it comes to sharing towards someone else um the fact that if i say to them hey i know 
that god exists because i have the inner witness of the holy spirit it's like even if you come and say that to me all i can say at the end of the day is okay piyush knows that christianity is true well how does that how does that affect me still i don't know and there is no way for me to verify and see what piyush knows is true or not so let's look at this sort of like situation okay sort of like a standoff i don't know if the word mexican standoff is sort of like a good way to describe the situation but anyway there are two people and one person says i have the inhabitants of the holy spirit and i know that the god of the bible actually exists because i have direct personal interaction with him and the other person maybe uh, someone who who is in the part of uh, the church of latter day saints or mormon someone who is in the mormonic faith um so he comes along and says hey, i have the direct interaction with god and i know that my faith uh, called the mormon faith is the true faith so this is sort of like an a standoff because both the parties have no way of knowing whether what the other person believes or claims to believe is really true or maybe a form of illusion or delusion of something of that sort so both the individuals are sort of in a standoff because there is no way for them to verify what that other person claims to believe so even if i claim that i have the inhabitants of the holy spirit to an atheist that's just a claim no he has no way to know whether i really have the inhabitants of the holy spirit even if he yeah. even if my situation were like when we talked about srinkarts in the overnight radical conversion or about uh, that mutual friend of ours who used to be in college and was very active in politics and you know such a figurative person uh, such a, a vibrant person who suddenly you know accepts christ overnight um, even if we look at those sort of like yeah. radical conversions an atheist can still say but you know there could be some way to explain it away um, but how do i still come to conclude that christianity is true so this is where arguments can yeah. you know step into the field here and sort of break off that stand off and say hey, here is something with which we can try and evaluate the claims uh, that either party is making yeah does that make sense okay yeah yeah definitely i think i can see one analogy coming to my mind so uh, let me just shoot it okay. out uh yeah so basically it came looking at you drinking water so i am looking at you that you are drinking water okay but then are you actually thirsty or you're just over drinking that i don't know right so mm. seeing the fact that uh, you are drinking it i'm able to see like drinking water is are the arguments so when i'm seeing that you are drinking then i can guess that okay this jacob is thirsty but when i'm but when you're doing nothing so i don't know what's going inside your mind are you thirsty or you're not thirsty uh, i think i messed it up a bit no, initially I, I think, but now it think, makes sense no i think you're getting at it i think um you know that crying baby analogy that we mentioned at the long back about a baby that is yeah, crying yeah 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 um and baby you know mm-hmm. baby may be having a running nose maybe maybe an upset stomach or fever baby is just crying we don't know why the baby is crying so yeah. like you said the way is we if you if you put right. a thermometer and, uh, and try and assess the baby's temperature then we know okay she has fever maybe that's why she is crying so the baby feels it but the baby right. doesn't know to show it out so uh, i think that analogy that you used would be uh, much more applicable here so i think that that's a good way mm. to remember it Uh, and i think that sort of c- captures it in that way also not just in the fact of knowing and showing but the baby doesn't know really how to show uh, therefore it doesn't mean that the baby has is crying for no reason and that's a point that i want to touch on so even if a christian doesn't know how to show that christianity is true 
it doesn't therefore mean that the christian's belief is irrational or he is um, a dubious person or you know he's just believing for no good reason um, any of that it just means that he doesn't know how to show that his belief is true he's just unable to do that just like the baby you know the baby is unable to true. show why she is crying um, or what is the cause of that and all of that but that doesn't mean that the baby is crying for absolutely no good reason uh, it's just that we don't know and the baby is unable to show so i think that's a, that's a better analogy for us to look back at right right so arguments uh, as you mentioned that arguments play the important role uh, when we try to show to an atheist or the people around that uh, christianity is true but there is a specific way i believe, i'm sure that uh, in a way in which we can sh- use the arguments to show so uh, jacob can you just tell us about it yeah so the whole reason we are first of all using arguments and we will look at the types of arguments the two main types of arguments a bit later but the whole reason we are using arguments is that like i said there is this sort of standoff okay and i don't want to use the technical terminologies there because then i'll have to break down the technical terminologies and there'll take time you know we'll go down the slippery slope and then suddenly yeah. me and peesh will say you know what we haven't had an analogy for this episode let's throw in an anal- analogy <laughs> and it'll take the entire episode too long so <laughs> so uh, the reason we u- we're using arguments is that we're trying to find a sort of like a common ground um so uh, this uh, common grounds would be maybe using logic because everyone uses logic uh maybe our sense perception of the world so we try you know our five senses touch and hear and smell and taste and all of that we use that to perceive to understand to engage with the outside world so an example would be showing someone you know i say i have a car and the other person says well i don't believe you you know prove to me that you have a car and so i show the person the car so at that time we both are using mm-hmm. our perception of sight to come to the conclusion whether the statement i have a car is true or not so we could use our sense perception um and maybe using a, a rational self evidence of sort so basically the arguments touch into these fields by showing that hey, you claim you have a belief and there is no way for you to show me whether your belief is true or not let's use reasoning let's use um, evidence that we can both dabble in and then let's use those evidence and arguments to try and weigh and see whether your claim is true or not so that is the area where arguments are stepping into the field they are they're coming to level the field and give a common ground to assess whether the statements are true or not um and please let me let me just try and cue you on this mm-hmm. all right i mentioned that there are two types of arguments mm-hmm. and we have i think it was yeah. one of the first things that i um talked about when you we were in campus okay so what are the two types of arguments so this uh, i'm not going to edit this part out let's see if you, if you mess up you're messing up in front of <laughs> all the all the audience members So okay <laughs> what are the two types of arguments that we normally use the two categories Yeah I think it's the if I'm not wrong the deductive and the inductive Oh yes right yes you passed out with yes. flying colors <laughs> Okay so you mentioned that uh, knowing about the truth right the truth of the arguments yeah. but uh, when you mentioned about the analogy of the car so basically you just see and you know that it's true hmm. okay that's because you are seeing it but then when we are talking about arguments so we know that there are many arguments which are philosophical hmm. and uh, there are many arguments you know which cannot be seen with our bare eyes right so how do we know and how do we perceive that they are true how do we know that what is true yeah so so to answer the generic question of how do we know something is true uh, 
so this is where there are two theories of truth that come in and uh, the one that to me that makes more sense and also to the audience also when i immediately explain it it will make immediate sense and so there is the theory called the correspondence theory of truth which says that um, something is true if it corresponds to reality so if i say let's let's look at the statement okay um, india won the 2011 cricket world cup final now that statement is true if it mm-hmm. corresponds to reality in other words that statement is true if actually india mm-hmm. did win the 2011 cricket world cup final so if india did not win the world cup final then that statement does not correspond to reality that which we know so you can say that that statement is not true okay. so this is the correspondence theory of truth and like i said the moment i explain it you know it, our lights go immediately on saying oh yeah that's how we always look at truth and say you know if i say hey i didn't eat sugar there is uh, you know that old uh, nursery rhyme you know uh, johnny johnny yes papa eating sugar no papa open your mouth johnny, johnny. <laughs> and so the whole point is if you have sugar in your mouth then saying i need sugar is false it's something that we know immediately because the moment you see it that you have sugar in your mouth then we know that saying i need sugar does not correspond to reality so that would be how we know something is true when it comes to philosophical arguments you know when like when you said something that we yeah. don't uh, directly see um so this is where we could look at um an instance of saying um a contradictory statements right if we take at um uh, for example um yeah so if if you've taken a statement of saying something about alexander okay maybe if you say that alexander the great uh, died at the age of 30 and another person comes along and say um alexander the great died at the age of 35 now neither one of us have seen alexander in real life neither one of us were there at his time mm. of passing so we don't have any direct physical um, tangible way to know at what age he died but one thing we know is this both these statements can't be true simultaneously so in that instance we are trying right. to decide what is true or not not by actually physically engaging with that statement or what that purpose to engage with but by simply using the law of logic so the laws of logic can help us realize what is true and this is where an example of saying something like um metaphysically intuitive statements so if i say that mm-hmm. you know i began to exist even before i was born okay that is an absurd statement we would say that is immediately false but that doesn't mean that you have to be there at the moment of my birth or you have to be witnessing every single second in my life to make a conclusion on that you can look at that statement and say that statement is false using the simple laws of logic and by our simple metaphysical intuition that i cannot exist before i began to exist it's as simple as that so that would be yeah. like very philosophical but we um, broke it down as to whether it's true or not using the laws of logic so yeah, this will be something i think maybe we will content and wrestle with a bit when we go through different arguments um, because there's a lot of philosophy that will be coming in um some that may be too hard for us to maybe grapple with maybe at that point we'll bring in the experts but yeah this is just a quick gist of yeah. what we mean when we say something is true or not and then there is a whole other field of objective truth and subjective truth um so mm-hmm. I, I, throughout this whole argument we won't be engaging with that sort of a differentiation um because that is sort of irrelevant to what we're looking at here but um for those who the audience interested you can go back to our way early episodes so when we did the saft encounters and we did the breaking down of what is objective truth and subjective truth and so on and so forth yeah 
I know I went on a lot of tangents, yeah. uh, but um, mm. I hope that that made sort of sense to you. Yeah, yeah, it really did uh, make a lot of sense. And uh, if it didn't, then I'm sure that in the upcoming episodes we'll be talking more about it. So everything will be clear, crystal clear to all of you. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, talking about truth to be subjective or ob- or objective, that was the starting point of Saft. Those were the uh, episodes with which we started. Uh, I mean, I wasn't there at that point, but uh, I joined later. But then uh, that's how uh, Saft began. And uh, here we are today. Well, uh, today we also wanted to talk about the types of arguments, but I think uh, time won't permit. So I feel that it's best we move on and uh, talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. And... Uh, i hope that you all enjoyed this episode and whatever you heard from it i believe that uh, you ha- it has helped you to learn something new so yeah, sh- uh, that's it from uh, us right yeah uh, but why why are yeah. we stopping here why are we stopping at around the 20 minutes mark what is the whole point that we are trying to stop at the 20 minutes mark maybe the audience member- members may be wondering they used to do so many long episodes right 15 minute long ep- i was i remember one when we had um, dr bob bennett and he was actually humanist he was the only non christian speaker on the entire podcast a humanist um, we went 50 minutes long and there was 45 minutes long so why are we stopping at 20 minutes what's the whole point of that yeah okay i'll just tell you uh, since we had uh, planned this way back when we were starting the series we wanted to make it bite sized pretty small so that we all can grasp together because at sometimes what happens is if you keep on listening 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 to a lot of stuff uh, you tend to forget about what you heard first initially so uh, that's why we are focusing on uh, you know breaking it down into small small bits so that uh, it will stay in our mind like in this episode whatever we spoke it will be there with you for the next two weeks and then in the next episode we'll be ta- we'll be moving forward and that will stay with you for the next two weeks so it you know helps us to uh, stay helps the content to stay in our mind and yeah. we keep thinking about it and we understand about it more and more and uh, we even have some listeners you know who like to study deeper so what they do is when they have this time they go and they do their own research they study about it and uh, they get to learn more and more so uh, that's why we had decided and i hope that you all are enjoying this bite sized content and uh, if you have any suggestions or feedback make sure to dm us on our social media pages you can even email us our all the links and all the email ids the social media links everything is given in the description you can find them right there and uh, if you want to support us Uh, you can do that you can become one of our patrons and uh, you can contribute to improving our uh, content and uh, is there anything else i think i think we've covered everything part, right that is key to the yeah right yes so if you missed hearing about speak pipe so basically it's this uh, website where you can go on and you can post your questions in the form of an audio and what we will do is we will feature your audio on the podcast like just for example we both are talking right now and then we hear your audio your question yeah. and then we answer yeah. and uh, it that i i know that that will be pretty cool um i think if i was one of the listeners i would be very keen to ask my questions and uh, definitely make use of this facility so go ahead make sure to make use of this facility the link to speak pipe as well is given in the description 
and uh, continue to support us by your likes shares and comments i know that you are enjoying but uh, you know like if you enjoy something you should not keep it to yourself you should share it out with the people around with your friends so make sure to share out our episodes and uh, be a blessing to the people around as well uh, stay safe because things are still pretty bad and uncertain and uh, by the way jacob he'll be coming to india pretty soon <laughs> so we are really looking forward to that and uh, we'll be meeting and uh, yeah so that's it from our side from today's episode and uh, take care stay safe see you in the next one to know more about our ministry visit our website at www.saftapologetics.com you can also find saft apologetics on facebook instagram YouTube and Patreon.